It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. I didn't even know they were putting that in until I heard it for the first time. My friend oh, John Zayats did the beat, and then Irish O'Neill put the words over it, and I love it so much. That's my favorite intro. It's a good one. Welcome to Bucked Up. Hi, Sam. <laughs> this is the most serious podcast in the world. I'm going to deep dive into your life, and we're going to uncover some shit. We're going to interview you about every single tattoo you have. All right. No, this is a uh, self-help podcast from... Well, it's they're, they're permanent, sir. You cannot... Oh. Uh... <laughs> Damn it. I got There's some... There's no self-help cream. I bought all the hand sanitizer. Is this sanitizer an Herbalife pitch? Store. What's happening? <laughs> yes, this is an Herbalife pitch. But no, welcome Sell to Bucked Up. It's a self-help podcast. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> just so you know that I don't know what I'm doing, I was saying this right beforehand, mm-hmm. I run every day and my... Yeah, not with me. You're a terrible hiking partner. You got replaced hard. Oh, Shout out hard to Jesse Burling replaced. Game, the true man who will hike in the woods with me. I'm like, you're Excuse ass. me. If you bought a bike, we could go for a bike ride. You Excuse just wanted me, me to pull a bike out of I my have ass a to go for a ride. <laughs> But no, I run every day, and my nipples bleed right around the four-mile mark every time. Welcome to the podcast, new listeners. Uh, yeah, I'm like Ed Helms in The Office, you know, when he's they're doing the, the Scranton 5K and his nipples are bleeding. But mine, I'll take my shirt off, and it'll look like I'm fucking Kurt Schilling in the World Series. I have, like, PTSD right now. I'm sitting across the table from a very tall, weird white man telling me office quotes. It's like I never got banned from Tinder, everybody. <laughs> if this is... Yeah. You've abandoned me. It's fine. <laughs> this is some self-help that you guys can get, the listeners. Don't get banned from Tinder. <laughs> And this is how you do it. Do you want to talk about how you got banned? No, I don't banned? want to talk about how I got banned well, from Tinder. Maybe you don't have to talk about the first time, but how about the second, <laughs> third, fourth, or fifth? The second time is the same as the first. I was just being a troll, just being a little shit. And I was like, yeah, dudes love banter until you do it at them. They just <laughs> want to be mean to women. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm funnier than you. <laughs> and they hate it. You are. You are a very funny person. Um... Thank you. Would you like to intro our guest, Sam? Yeah, Not right? Who are they talking to? <laughs> oh. I've only been speaking for You're talking years. to Miss Meat Slap. That's her legal <laughs> no, name. No, this is already branded. This is... Where this is? <laughs> that no, is not this my is podcast. Brianna Woodward. It's me. It is you. You're playing with some coasters with bad names on... Bad words on them. It's true. They say cunt. <laughs> I've already broken a rule. Dang. It's all right. We don't talk about the rules, except for number two, which is all positivity all the time. Yes, I'm ready for some positive. Everybody love everybody! (laughs) You know what's the most positive? The upside-down cross that you have on the side of your eye. Yeah. I love that. I was, um, this is so dumb, but I was listening to a podcast with a Satanist. And yeah, this comes full circle. It's me. I'm here. Are you a Satanist? I have been since, like, middle school. Are you? Okay, I so... I accidentally started a cult once. We don't talk about it. Oh, yeah, you... It was that. really funny. 
Okay, so I actually want to hear your input on this because I had never heard it um, put out like this. I am not a Satanist. I never will be. I am. I'm a basic <laughs> white girls. girl. I'm very spiritual, and um, I believe in crystals. Crystals saved my hurt calf. So I'm a I'm a spiritual. Well, can they solve white... my half an ass? Yeah, cheek they can. That I fucking I'll, I'll... belt sand it off. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to your fucked up butt. Later, but um, crystals will help. Um, I have so many crystals at my house. Like, you think you know crystals, sir? I don't know crystals. Yeah, don't I just know that they, help, they helped my calf, and I know that I'm spiritual. But I heard this person interviewed who was a Satanist, and they were saying that Adam and Eve were stuck in a zoo in the Garden of Eden, and God had trapped them, and the snake let them out. And that's why he believed in Satanism is because the snake freed Adam and Eve. I don't know if I believe in that, but that was his way of putting in it, putting it. And I thought it was very interesting. Now, why do you believe in Satanism? Oh, is I it because you have a fucked up life? <laughs> Christ, Sam. <laughs> everybody no, I love everybody. It. I just, some of the, oh, I have like yeah. a little book. I've read it. You I'm just like, love sacrificing children. Yeah, obviously that's what they all do. Right? That's actually how I got this podcast. Yeah. Shout out to Irish O'Neill. <laughs> is he the child you sacrificed <laughs> I had to give him a child and he let me do this podcast everybody too. love everybody is that what we're doing now is that how Chris Delia got big we're just sacrificing children to comics now like, Jesus Christ no no uh, but what go ahead talk about what you believe in I are you are you a spiritual no. person at all no not really are like, you I'm full like, on atheist pretty much pretty much yeah. yeah like Satanists really are atheists but like Except for like the weird ones, there are some fucking weirdos who are like, ah, "I'm gonna go fucking cut myself under the moon," Blah! and it's like, "All right, no, like settle down." Like, but uh, yeah. no, just like one of their their like little commandments or whatever. Like they were just like, "Don't fuck with anyone unless they fuck with you," because I'm not into like the turn the other cheek thing. But I'm not like out here like. Ah, you can't gonna... really turn the other cheek right now because. Why? Okay, we'll get into it. You fell off your skateboard. I did. I fell off my longboard. You're long. I'm sorry. You're not cool. You're you're longboard. Yeah, my longboard because I'm. You, you like crystals and you longboard. You're more of a basic white girl than me. <laughs> Untrue. I am learning to skateboard. I just need to get comfortable with it again because I haven't skated since I was like ten. <laughs> Then you fucked up your leg. I fucked up. Do you want me to like show the wound? Do you want to show the wound? I can try to show the bandages. Okay, yeah, let's let's do that. I'm gonna move out of this the is way. The second podcast y'all have exploited my injuries. <laughs> Bucked up. This is where we exploit women's bodies. All right. There's a lot. Oh of, there's a lot of tape. Are we gonna get pulled for this, Ani? No. <laughs> yeah, for the gore. For the gore. No, it's if that's the top of it, and that's not even yeah. like a third of it. It's yeah, it's like the so whole ass cheek has been belt sanded off, and then like a little bit of belt my sanded, thigh. you know? Belt, belt sanded. sanded, and then I don't know. Hopefully, my puss didn't just hang. Out, <laughs> How hangy is it? You're welcome. It's a bucked up exclusive. Hangy enough that I'm worried about it. All right. <laughs> no, but 
Ah, my ass. All right, yeah. Yeah, no, sitting is not fun for you. This uh, studio is like three stories up, and it was a real experience you getting up there. Literally, Sam was like, oh, I'll drive. And I was like, cool, I don't have to drive to fucking Boston, lit. And then he's like, well, can you come earlier? And I'm like, all right, like at least I don't have to drive. And he's like, well, can you drive too? And I'm like, I hate you so much. I was getting a new radio put in my car. That's how your car doesn't work? You made it sound like your transmission blew, and it's just a radio? You son of a bitch. I haven't had a radio for two years and it's so so sad I can't deal with my thoughts any- I thought I liked music and then I just realized I hate my thoughts self help I hate myself yeah, I, if you want to do how are you going to help me Sam you can't even live with your own thoughts for a fucking half hour drive excuse me <laughs> your excuse. I don't have to live with any thoughts I'm doing a podcast with one right now you're such a guy <laughs> Uh, no, so you actually, you actually let's yeah, let's get to thank you, Ani. Let's get to the positivity. Yeah. You are one of the hardest working people I know, and that's why I wanted to get you on here. Uh, oh, as yeah. Lloyd Legacy Sharp says, he's actually the guest next week. Shout out Lloyd. Lloyd's he, the only comic I care about. Put that on record. I fucking <laughs> I stand Lloyd forever. That's gonna be his uh <laughs> his uh phone fucking his ringtone. His ringtone. I couldn't think of the term ringtone. Yeah, because it hasn't did. been relevant since the fucking 2005, Sam. Like, who yeah. has ringtones anymore? It's all FaceTimes Grow and up. text messages now. Yeah. Yeah, if you have green bubbles and you can't FaceTime, get out my phone. This is classist. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome no. to my podcast where I shame Sam for everything he said. That's why we're not hiking partners anymore. Yeah, because you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> No, but you are so hardworking, and something I wrote down in my, um, I like to call it a manifesto, because if anyone... Oh, that's pretty. If anyone finds this, they're going to think that I'm sending um, poison to different professors at Harvard, or whatever the Unabomber did. I'm not exactly (laughs) sure I saw that there was a documentary, but I didn't watch it. I have to be honest. I heard about it on Joe Rogan. I'm sorry. I don't like the podcast Inception, but I had to do it. No, but something I really appreciate about you is you did the artwork for um, my friend Josh and I's uh, production company. We can't really do anything right now because of the quarantine. But um, you're an amazing artist, and you probably get more gigs in comedy than anyone that is in the game for as little a time as you. And you have all these different routes of income that lets you follow your dreams. And that's something that... Rule number one. (laughs) Is that your rule? We don't talk about my roots of income, sir. It's like Fight Club. Yeah, but you... No, but your art... Your art and your comedy, especially. And um, those nice, nice government checks. Oh, yeah, the nice, nice government. That's right. I am publicly funded because I did have a nice job. But, yeah, uh... comedy, now sponsored by PBS. <laughs> Bucked up, a PBS sponsor. The best sponsor I've ever had is the unemployment system. Thank you. <laughs> no, but uh, you do, you have multiple sources of income, which then allow you to follow your dreams. Was that something that you put out to achieve or were you just like I can't have a real job oh did you see the video I posted of me like a home movie 
of like baby me no i oh, didn't if you can find it on facebook and do a little drop of it it's literally i'm four years old in front of this fucking like cathode tube fucking tv this thing's really? massive yeah and it, it was like this plug and play thing it was like it was like a little keyboard and then there was like a soundboard it had like different little sound it was fucking so sick and then there was like a little uh tablet thing like with a pen it was very ahead of its time for like what like 97 or whatever year that was and um how yeah. old are you i'm sorry because i was I'm born i was born in 97 i just turned 27 in march but uh yeah it should be like a couple posts down just scroll past all my woke shit and my dumb jokes but uh yeah it's just like this little plug and play thing and you can Wait, draw on scroll it. up because that's just a great joke that i have to read shout out to the your great joke writing the gal saying all that's lives... gall you illiterate fuck the gall of saying all lives oh, matter i thought you were saying this gal the gal, this gal. the gall saying all lives matter than taking your family to eat applebee's in their parking lot you know like, what's a lot better of a joke this gal saying this all gal. lives matter and then taking her family to applebee's Unbe no there's an applebee's in my fucking city as every city and it's like it's so shitty because it's like you're already subjecting your family to Applebee's, but now because, oh, uh, keep going. But now because of like social distancing and stuff, they have to be outside and it's just the parking lot. You are just in an Applebee's parking lot eating subpar Applebee's food. Shout out Chili's. Chili's is my favorite Fuck of the two. It's shortly after this. It's. Not that video, the one before. This is that one right there. Oh, I'm excited. It's for little this. me. I'm four years old. I'm cute as fuck. Are you? I am. I have the same fucking haircut. I'm Brianna. Oh, here we go. Yeah, look at this fucking plug and play thing that I had. It was fucking the tits. When I came to your house, I'm Brianna. How that work? to get some love. <laughs> Which would be a theme that reoccurs throughout my entire life. It's just my dad ignoring my creative pursuits. But no, see, I was creating art for the screens since yeah, I was when four. When I came to your apartment, you have so many different rooms or areas set up for your different pursuits. Like, you are all in. That's something I really appreciated about this studio, too, is you are all into your craft. Mm -hmm. um, you're welcome. Did you have a point in your life that that changed that you turned, as Stephen Pressfield says, turned professional? No. Like, I've been such a little hustler shit my entire life. Like, literally, I remember sitting in, like, the back of my parents' car because, like, they were always out driving around a lot. You know, crack doesn't fucking manifest itself, okay? We got to go out and get that, okay? So I'm just in the yeah. back, and you they would just... Crack doesn't grow on trees. Yeah, crack doesn't grow on trees, everybody. Why do you think it's so big in the cities? Oh, my God. Shut up, Sam. Anyway, so... So they would give me activities. Like, that's the one thing my parents did do right, is that they, like, threw activity books and shit at me. So I had, like, really, like, I was, like, ahead of the time. Like, I was doing, like, second grade shit before I was even in, like, kindergarten. Like, I was, like, I'm, like a baby. That's pretty fucking, like, yeah. smart. But, uh, yeah, I would, like, sit in the back. I was probably, like, 
five or six and I would draw, I would call them patches because I don't know how sewing works yet. And uh, I would draw little pieces of like drawings. I would cut paper into four production. I was like, I'm getting the most bang out of my buck here. And I would make four smaller pictures instead of one big one. And I would try to sell them to the gas station attendants until my dad told me to shut up and quit bugging people. (laughs) But... I actually have bought some of your stickers. You are making those stickers now. I love that. I love cheap, easy shit. Like, I don't think art... Like, there's, like, a lot of, like, snooty artists who are like, oh, you need, like, the best paint. What? Like, some paint can be, like, fucking, like, $50 a goddamn tube. I ain't got time or money for that. Like, I'm like, nah. Yeah, you love cheap, easy shit. I saw you eat dinner at a Cumberland Farms. Damn, I'm being seen right now. Listen, I'll, I'll fuck. I don't care. I like Cubby's food. They're fucking. Yeah, and you also know tight. how to game the system. Oh, damn, I'm being exposed. I'm gonna start talking about your DMT, little bitch. <laughs> You're putting me on blast. Yeah, that's Excuse right. Excuse me. Excuse everybody. Love everybody. You're excused. No, it's <laughs> true. Cumby's has coupons that do not expire. They think they expire just because they go off screen, but thanks to Apple, big shouts to Apple for having screen recording, I have the coupon that keeps on giving. I don't remember the last time I paid for coffee. <laughs> to be fair, I don't drink coffee anymore. So yeah, it's a I don't relevant. like... Yeah. I really do feel like caffeine is something that's not good for you. It makes me feel... It makes me feel... Yeah, like I, I used to do it because like I would work all day and then I would do comedy and mm-hmm. then like... And other shit I need to do in between. So, like, I was just constantly, like, railing fucking coffee because I only get, like, four hours of sleep a night. Would you snort the beans? No, I wouldn't snort the beans. You said you were railing coffee. Oh, my God. Whatever. Uh, Let me be dramatic. But, uh, yeah, no. But I, it makes my heart, like, I just don't like it. I can't sleep, so. I just stopped drinking tea because of that because I don't like coffee. Yeah, but the, I was like, I I think I can do tea. This one's caffeine free. Yeah, that was. I was like, ah, shit. But but it's, it just makes me jittery. I Mm -hmm. love it sounds so stupid, but this is a self-help podcast, everyone. I'm here to make your life better. I just drink water. Like, I just try to drink water as much as possible. Do and you it put does... some crystals in it first? Or... Yeah, yeah, I drink. Do you infuse? Oh, Look, let me get some amethyst in this fucking, what, apple th- propel? Three okay. different waters that are what all half-drinking. that green one? Kiwi strawberry. Kiwi strawberry, all right. Shout out Propel. Propel is the best thing to drink when I'm running, because I'll be far into a run and i'll just be like this is pretty shitty and then i'll have a sip and i'll be like it tastes pretty good that should be one of their commercials wow a, a rising star everybody <laughs> in the commercial gang any any commercial agents looking at the most insufferable way to fucking pronounce that word what do you think it is propel no propel but you're like propel I'm like why is there so oh. all right how do you say um sherbet Sherbert? Sherbert? Or Sherbert? Sherbert? How do you say ketchup? Ketchup. People make fun of me. Ani, do I say ketchup weird? Yeah, you say ketchup. I say ketchup. Yeah, ketchup. 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 Like as if you're catching up. Catch up. Uh, Yeah, like ketchup. No, No, that's catch. Catch up. You're missing a sound there. You're (laughs) adding something that's not there. Kasoop! Ah, do you spell it like cat's up? Oh, no. My my grandmother says cat's up. Ugh. I'm sorry, but we gotta kill your grandma. Like it's my that's mom, unacceptable. My mom says uh, "zip" instead of "sip." Like, can I have a zip of that? And it f- 
fucking for my whole life. Why? I did that for so long. Did she do drugs too? No. <laughs> oh, because that is wicked. She's just foreign. Is that what your mom oh, does? Okay. Oh, well, but, yeah. I don't want to be for making. my whole life, I thought it was that. And you then, thought it was zip? And then, you know, somebody did me the kindness of telling me that that was wrong. Oh, damn. Uh, you should have, they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. That's a joke that ke- keeps on giving. Like, can I, I get a zip of that? Like, what? Okay, <laughs> zip of that is definitely a lot more tolerable, especially with the nuance of it than fucking your white ass grandma saying cat's up. Uh, Nana Buck, what the fuck is up? Nana Buck, You what need the to get fuck? Nana Buck on this fucking podcast. She's the one who needs some self help to cut <laughs> the shit with this weird ass vernacular. <laughs> So, uh, we're gonna get a, a speech therapist in here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my so did you? Was there a a flip that switched in your head though, or were you always just like driven? Because yeah. you only started doing comedy like a year ago. Right. Like if we're not counting like COVID time, I'm only like what nine months in. Yeah. It fucking ended in March. But uh. Do you think they do that with babies? Like babies aren't being born during COVID. <laughs> how like so, oh. how long? How long? How how? Oh, I thought you were about to like start telling me instead months. of saying like, oh, I'm two years into comedy. I'm 24 months. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please do doing... that? That's an amazing thing. How long? Is... Oh, 24 I'm, months. I'm um 72 weeks. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm in my uh, third trimester of comedy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a little overdue. I hope to be birthed soon. You should get that aborted. No. No. Oh, damn it. They can't all be winners. That's what my parents said when I came out and I'm an only child. Oh, jeez, Louise. Same. All right. <laughs> everybody love everybody! No, so what did flip the switch to start doing comedy? Uh, you know, I don't know. I've always wanted to do it. It's, like, comedy, like, stand-up specifically is very big in, like, my family. Like, we watch Comedy Central all the time, and, like, I grew up watching it. And just, Do you like, still listen to stand-up? It. No, that's the thing. I haven't listened or watched, like, the most, like, to me in my head, like, Jim Brewer's, like, the newest that's thing. Like, so it's fun. so long ago. Like, I, like, people be, like, talking about all these, and I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Like, I don't, that's why I don't usually like conversations about comedy. Do you know who Bill like, Cosby is? Yeah, obviously okay. I know who fucking Bill Cosby is. But, like, I know who, like, the big, big names are. But, like, I don't know yeah. who, like, this, like, bigger than local but not, like, household names yeah. are. But then you lo- know the local names. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know local. Yeah. So Do you listen to stand-up still, Ani? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, but you don't. No. I mean, if someone puts it on, I'm not going to be like, shut that shit off. Yeah. But, like, I don't seek it out. I don't sit down and watch it. Like, if it's on, it's on. But I don't. Well, you, it's also a job for you. So, like, why are you going to use extra Yeah. I'm... It's kind of like why I hated my old job. Like, I love doing photography. But, like, doing it as a job is definitely, like, grading a little mm-hmm. bit. It's like, I just don't. Like, I want to be able to shut off. Like, I want to have... Because, like, all my avenues of income pretty much are, like, quote-unquote hobbies or whatever. Because, like, nobody respects the arts ever. But, yeah. yeah, So, it's, like, I don't know how to, like, relax. Because no matter what I do, I'm, like, oh, well, I guess I could sell this. Like, everything is just, like, money. And it's just really annoying. It's hard. That's why I, like, really liked hiking. And, like, Taylor, I'm, like, I can't monetize this. Like, Mm. this is something I enjoy to just do it. Until you start podcasting your hikes. Yeah, until I start podcasting. Yeah. Catch me live from this fucking pine tree. <laughs> live. From How did you get up in that tree? Watch the podcast to find out, bitch. Yeah, right? Like, I just start clickbaiting people with, like, leaves. <laughs> Check out this pine needle. <laughs> so, what were you doing before stand-up that took over your time? Like, what um, were, you, were you just fucking off, or? I mean, yeah, a little bit. Like, I, I just worked a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I just, my job was full-time. And, like, I would just be trying to, like, recover and, like, recuperate from that fucking mental bullshit. But, like, 
Ugh, it was just such a gross job. But, uh, yeah, just trying to relax and doing, like, my art thing. Like, I've always done art. Like, I've always yeah. done logos. Like, there's, like, a sandwich shop in, like, I think Tennessee or something. Like, I would always go on, like, Craigslist and find, like, oh, random really? shit. Yeah, because the internet's fucking cool. Like, no one's stopping you from going to, like, a Florida Craigslist and hitting up people yeah. who need graphic design. Like, That's I would just true. troll that shit and I'd be like, yeah, because, like, it's all, it's all online. It's all digital. I don't need to fucking be there to get their money. Like Dude, that's such a good that's like So that's like what I do. <laughs> can we cut that out and keep that and talk about it for a little bit? That Cuz that's secret. like your drive. That's why you have drive cuz you're like you were the first person or one of the first people to start online shows after quarantine happened. Cuz I, our... I started it so early people were mad about it yeah. cuz they thought they didn't even like it didn't even register to them that like the lockdowns were going to be a thing. They thought that I was like Pretty much doing online shows while things were like normal, which well, I our, understand their point. Our show together got canceled the day the, day, ev- of. the day of. It was March 13th, that, I think. Yeah, it was March 13th. I'm still mad about it because A, that poster was Fuego. That and was that one lineup of the best. was fucking. Yeah, it was yeah. great. But that's one of the venues where I'm like, hopefully it'll like come back or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, March 13th. And that was like a hard call to make because I had a lot of people who were very <laughs> on the fence. And I was like, I think this is serious. I don't think this is like a, oh, things will be better in like two days and you were right yeah and i was fucking right so everyone who fucking hated me for doing coronathon and coming up with that idea can officially suck my clam because (laughs) i was right we were locked down but that goes back to that great point you made before that you do whatever you can to make it work it's kind of like the it's not hard to adapt for me anyway like you just it's like you're hard working i'm such a lazy piece of shit that like (laughs) when stuff doesn't work out at least now I can kind now that I've kind of put myself on a schedule where mm-hmm. I write like two hours a day I mm-hmm. run I meditate I do yoga I keep a schedule you shove a crystal up your ass I you sh- rail some fucking Herbalife you're doing it I'm doing it you're I'm doing living it. the healthy lifestyle hell yeah nothing's healthier than a crystal up your ass yeah that's why he's shaming me for eating Cumberland Farms as if his ass wasn't right there next to me <laughs> sir my chair is made of crystals <laughs> ew Sounds like the world's worst like acupuncture. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, I I do. I'm trying to be better with adapting, but you adapt so well and so quickly. <laughs> That's what happens when you're abused. <laughs> you are constantly in a state of fight or flight. <laughs> Is that what you attest to your ability to adapt to good things now? Is your yeah? You it's the same energy. It's yeah. like it's. Like, yeah, PTSD definitely sucks. Like, mm-hmm. y'all don't see the negative side. I'm not going to have a fucking meltdown here. But, right. like, yeah, it, it sucks buttholes. But, like, so, like the one... It's I, it's kind of fucked up to say, but, like, the silver lining mm-hmm. of having such a fucked up childhood is that, like, I cope a lot better. Because, like, literally, like, my perspective, like, something that might be, like, devastating the end of the fucking world mm-hmm. to someone, make them, like, shut down... Like, that ain't fucking dick. Like, you ever have your dad shove his thumbs in your eyes? Suck it up, bitch. Like, that's like, yeah. Like, it's just do like you, that. <laughs> do you react to little? Because I feel like when big shit happens, I'm pretty good at getting over it. But when li- sometimes little shit will set me off. And I'll have, like, a really small decision. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'll want to buy two different hoodies. This is this is a true story, but this is I'll want to buy two different hoodies yep. and I won't know which one I want. Yep. And I'll have like a full blown panic attack because I don't know which one I want. But then like I'll be okay dealing with some other shit. It like comes out in weird ways. Yeah, I feel that. It's like 
I always see like this meme or whatever where it's like millennials, like they can't like ask for ketchup at a restaurant, but they'll fucking body slam a cop. Like yeah, I've been exactly. seeing that. That's yeah, and I'm like, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> like that feels right. You're pretty um, active on social media because you do so much promoting for yourself. <laughs> because I'm unemployed. Just kidding. No. <laughs> no, it's true. You're known as the media... white legacy. I'm the. Oh my god. By who? Who says that I'm? They, I just came up with <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. I am the white. <laughs> the white legacy. You should get that on your tombstone. You I'm gonna to change my knuckle tats to that white legacy. I'm sure that'll have no fucking questionable repercussions <laughs> at, at, all. at all. Especially in this social climate. Great decision. Great decision. But do you think social media um, fucks up your mental health? Like I've deleted. It's social... definitely toxic. Yeah, I've like, deleted uh, yeah. it off my phone, and I'll right. post things. Mm-hmm. And then I'll delete it right after, so I don't right. see who likes it. I don't see like I just post it, and right. then I'll delete. Right. No. Okay. A lot of people say like, "Oh, social media is toxic." Blah blah blah. And it's like, well, what have you done to really curate that? Like, if you just add every fucking jackass, and you don't vet anyone, and you don't like use the snooze options, and you don't really like help yourself with it, you can't really blame social media for your own wildness. Like, if it's shitty, don't add shitty people, or like fucking delete them like you can make social media whatever the fuck you want to make it so i have a hard time sympathizing for people who like blame social media and i have a hard time agreeing that it's social media it's like quote-unquote fault Mm -hmm. it's like it's no one's fault but like your own it's like if you have someone who's posting shitty thing after shitty thing and like you're they're just draining you it's like nothing no one's holding a fucking gun to your head and saying keep them and like, oh, it's like, oh, you get something like my Aunt Ethel. It's like, then fucking hide them. So that way they're still in your friends. It's like, there's just so many fucking ways around it. And nobody wants to, it's like, I, just quit your bitching. Yeah, like, I do something or quit bitching. I don't <laughs> like, think the content yeah. on it is as much the bad thing. Hold on, mm-hmm. I might burp. Oh, Should Jesus. I do it into the mic? Or well, if you shouldn't have railed 900 Please fucking don't. strawberries. Yeah, I won't do it. I'm just kidding. <sighs> it's past. Cold. It's Jesus. Jeez Louise. I'm just kidding, everyone. No, but... I don't do it because I don't delete it because of the content. I mm-hmm. delete it because of the wasting time. Like uh, mm. Ani and Again, I were though, talking about this. responsibility. That is true, but like I'll waste. It'll be hard for me to put like twenty minutes into doing a yoga video in the morning. Mm-hmm. But if I think about it, I could waste twenty minutes on Instagram easily easily but it's just what you put your mind to it's what you want to do and i think people are just uncomfortable with the fact that they love scrolling it's the same reason people love jerry springer it's like this is useless this is trash but i fucking love i will waste an hour of my life watching these rednecks yell at each other but like social media is like the same kind of like concept where it's like yeah it sucks. It doesn't do anything for you if you're just, like, scrolling, like, doing, like, bullshit. But, like, don't fucking act like you don't love it. Like, because yeah. if you didn't, you wouldn't do it. Like, plot twist. People do things that they enjoy. But yeah. then, like, but there's, like, this stigma of, like, oh, social media is trash. You have to act like they're better than it. And it's, like, can you just, like, own your shit and just admit that you like being on Facebook? Like, yeah. no one's going to think you're a fucking pariah. Like, relax. But, uh, because that's how I am. I'm, like, yeah, I fucking love Facebook. I love being on fucking... It's so funny to me. Like, there's a lot of positive... Positive vibes only to social positive media. Vibes only. Can we have the yeah. drop? Everybody love everybody. That's right. That's right. Everybody love everybody on the social media. Because like you, there's a lot of good too that like people don't want to recognize. Like, like yeah, you shouldn't get all your information from memes and shit. But I think with like social change and stuff, there's definitely been like conversations happening that maybe like wouldn't have happened otherwise. So yeah. it's like it's kind of facilitates in its own ways, you know, positive change. 
And I don't know, like with me personally, like like you said, it helps me like promote my art and promote my mm-hmm. shit out there. Like I don't have to pay anybody. I don't even pay the Facebook fucking algorithm. I just like post it and just fucking tag people and ask people to share it. And yeah. like if your friends have your back, you can get your shit out there. Like you don't have to pay fucking sponsorship ads. And you were one of these people, but there are those comedians that you know even before you see because you're so out there. And that's great because I remember oh, seeing you for the first time at Cleet and Anchor, mm-hmm. um, which is this horrible dive uh, bar on was, Cape Cod. Horrible. But you, did, you do well in situations where other comedians don't because you don't give a fuck and you work hard. Did you pay attention to my Cleet I, and Anchor? I ah, did. Look no. at your look at her, your hand tattoos. Literally, can you hold them up to the camera? They literally say fuck <laughs> hard work on them because that's True. you're dedicated and you zoomed in you work oh, well there you go yeah <laughs> yeah hard work everybody but you can take over can rooms like show you... pony <laughs> nay nay <laughs> no that cleat and anchor specifically was a very because like not a single soul in that room gave a fuck so that, like, i do so that almost every I? week it's yeah. really bad yeah and, like, I was just, like, fuck it. I'll just harass these people. I'll be like, hey, <laughs> y'all want to hear a joke? And I was, like, walking around. That's my favorite thing. If you give me a cordless mic, you can guarantee my ass is not on that stage. <laughs> like, I am going as far Into away the, yeah. as I can. <laughs> and you're not stealing the microphone this time. I'm not. Not this. Uh, not Wait, this. Where, where did I steal? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Word gets around. Where did I steal the microphone, Sam? I am just kidding. This is not positive vibes only. Starting rumors is not. I am ruining my own show. (laughs) Breaking your own rules. Do you have a daily routine like that you stick to every day? Um, thought I was a night pooper. Started shitting in the morning recently, but uh, no, I I do. I do. Um, Motherfucker. Yeah. It's true. I got to take a nice, healthy morning dump. It's the uh, best way to do it. It's been a lot harder since I don't have a left ass cheek anymore, but uh, mm. we lean in. We lean we in and squeezing. We, we do. We lean in and squeezing. We're doing it. You got to um, get that um, on a bumper sticker. <laughs> Hell yeah. Or get it into your tramp stamp. Oh, jeez Louise. I'm going to get everywhere tattooed except for the tramp stamp. Like, it's just going to be completely filled in and then blank right above my asshole. But, um, no. The word blank right above your ass. I hate you so much. But, <laughs> like running up the crease? Ugh, no. I don't have that long of a butt crack. I, I have a this. huge... I don't think I have a long I ass have crack. a big ass, and I have a really... My ass crack, like, goes up my back. So when I have to wear pants really high, because even if they sit right on the front, yeah, it's like my, my ass crack. Yeah, my friend has a high like, ass crack. I don't yeah. have a high ass crack. I have, like, enough ass, but I'm like, I feel like I ran out of crack. Like, I should have at least another, like, inch or two of crack. Did your parents take it? No, they smoked it. But fucking, <laughs> they smoked my ass crack, everybody. <laughs> ass crack. That's how dad got through his first jail. <laughs> that was so stupid. Um, what was I going to say? No. Oh, my, my everyday routine. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I wake up and I'm like, all right. I usually just have like a loose list where I'm like, I'll do one thing that's like productive. I'll Is that what you call thing. your poops? The loose list? Yeah, the loose list. And then I eat some fiber. And then uh, no, I'll try to like draw, at least draw something every day or like paint something or like write something. Do like, you time yourself? No. I just, time has no meaning. I just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I do it until I don't want to anymore. And then I do what I want. Like I'm very yeah. like I just do what do I want. Do you wake <laughs> up early or do you work? I have an alarm set for 9am every day just to kind of like That's keep good, me because yeah. like if I don't have some sort of like forced structure mm-hmm. my sleep schedule will just naturally just get fucked it'll just go off by like a couple hours every day until oh well i'm up until 8 a.m now like yeah, that's the worst it's well, really bad it's like 
I waste so much time at night, like from mm-hmm. the hours of like 11 night is my to worst. like 2 a.m. Yeah. I don't need anything I do during that time. So if mm-hmm. I can force myself, I've been going to bed at like 10, 30, 11. I mean, yeah, I'm like, it's, I'm going to bed yeah. at like 9 or 10. But like but... last night I stayed up till 1230. I was talking to a friend mm-hmm. and it was nice to, you know, catch up. But I woke up at 10 and I was like, nice to catch oh, up. Fuck, I didn't. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I um I was upset that I didn't get like I wanted to get my workout in this morning and I couldn't mm. all I could do was my yoga and my uh, crystal up my butt and my meditation. <laughs> nice, yeah. My workout schedule. I mean, I used to go to the gym pretty regularly. Cause, you like, were a power lifter. I was. I wasn't like in like I wasn't like Olympic and I wasn't like doing competitions. Like I just lifted. A I lot saw that of poster weight. in your house. That's true. I you did see my fucking that shit was so funny to me. I forget. <laughs> and then I look at it and I'm like, no, oh, yeah, someone actually like care. But uh, yeah, no, I used to lift a whole ton and like I was very a whole ton, a whole ton. No, actually, I leg pressed one thousand one hundred and eight pounds. That's I did like crazy. three. I it wasn't even like a full press either because like I didn't have any wraps on like my mm-hmm. knees or anything. But like I was like, I just want to see if I can move this yeah. physically. And I did. I did like three like little like baby things, and then my knees were gonna fucking give. And I was just like, yeet. But like. I don't know. I'd like to see someone else move that much away. Yeah, no, like, that's crazy. <laughs> I uh, I started lifting over quarantine. Um, Me and Jesse lift all the time. He uh, has weights in his basement. Oh, shit. my gym opened up. Did actually, it? Actually, yeah. Oh, weird. And it's... I really enjoy it. Like, I never liked it as a kid. I would go to the gym with my dad, and I never really liked it. And then now... I love it because I do mm. the cardio every day, but mm-hmm. it's nice to see the daily gain too of like the your arms gain. and your chest and stuff. It's nice. Yeah. Like, and I love the lifting. Cardio right. only is how you get like little string beans, but like mm-hmm. muscle is like where you like fill out and like you yeah. won't necessarily lose weight, but like the weight that you have, it'll be muscle, not fat. So yeah, exactly. it'll look nicer. Yeah. I've been using this quarantine because I can't do stuff to work out as much as possible because mm-hmm. I was becoming a little chub boy. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast, actually, is like... To sit on your ass for an hour? Have exactly, an excuse to yeah. not fucking do any of that physical? No, but <laughs> I, I don't mean to, like, toot my own horn, but it, is a, self, it is a self-help podcast, and I do want to... I Like, I lost 20 pounds over quarantine, Hell and I'm yeah. proud of that, even with the lifting. And I it, lost, I think, like, 17 so far. I definitely gained a little bit. We need some Purell over here. <laughs> but uh, I definitely... Uh, I gained a little bit, but... um. I always, like, everybody naturally, like, like I wasn't doing shit because I was very, like, depressed for a little while. But then I started hiking every day. And then, like, with, like, the protests and stuff, I was, like, obviously walking a lot there. Like, yeah. fucking. So it's it's gone back down. It's, like, under control. So. That's good. I have this in my manifesto. The manifesto. Um, I have this kind of little diagram drawn out that I, it's so simple, but it really did put it into perspective for me. It's a, it's mental health and physical health, and there's an arrow going in both directions. Mm. And like diet and exercise is that line that helps because I need to have my mental health in order to get my physical health in order. Yeah. And I need my physical health in order to get my mental health it's in order. It's almost as if being a fat piece of shit sitting there fucking slovenly just handfuls it's of horrible. Cheetos. Like... Eating dinner at Cumbies. Oh my God, listen. I fucking... I I hike four miles a day so that I can enjoy my roller grill, sir. <laughs> Life is about balance. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's like... Don't the... you take this from me. I've been eating Wendy's every day. <laughs> being outside and being healthy, it's so nice. And it's, it's nice. nice. And 
I listen to music when I lift mm-hmm. because I need something. What do you listen to? Like, to? What you play? I listen to rap exclusive. Rap exclusive. Uh, well, a rap exclusive, and then the weirdest songs pump me up, like a really sad country song. Like the weirdest, or like you out here pumping shit to like Marty Robbins. You're like, yeah, I'm pumping big iron, yeah, right? Or now. I'll be pumping to like <laughs> Mini Rippleton or something. Just, yeah, like crazy stuff. But like then when I do cardio, because I do cardio for long bouts of time, like I'll bike for four hours or something. Jesus, Christ, yeah, I do like Sam. 36 miles usually on my bike, or like 30 to 36 miles. Mm-hmm. And then I'll run, you know, like four to six miles. And during that time, I listen to audiobooks and podcasts yeah. that I can learn from. Because mm-hmm. I listen to music when I lift, but I do want to expand my mind too with it. And audiobooks are, I figured out, a really great way to do that while I'm doing cardio. Because I, mm-hmm. I check out. I can't like, I don't, I don't have good enough headphones to get away with that. Because I can like, I can like hear it, but then I just hear like me breathing like a fucking wildebeest under it. And it really just breaks the immersion. I'll distract Ani, and you can steal the microphone and yeah. the headphones. <laughs> Give me this. I gotta go run and listen to fucking I don't know. Good night, moon. <laughs> everybody love everybody. No, actually, both episodes, first two episodes, I wore um, rap t-shirt. Now I'm just wearing a podcast t-shirt. Hell yeah. Do you you don't listen to you do many podcasts, but you don't listen I've, to many podcasts. I've definitely done more podcasts than I have ever listened to in my life. Like I think I've listened to three full episodes. Shout out to Meat Slap, and two of them are because I was on them. <laughs> like I don't. I mean. Because I'm like, I was there. I was there during the podcast. I don't need to listen to myself talk again. Like, that's weird. It's yeah. like, I, I know what the fuck I said. <laughs> like, I don't need this. But like, yeah, I'll share it and shit. But yeah. Yeah. You have a show, Dumpster Fire. That's not a podcast. It's a live show. And yeah. you um, have never let me be on it. Because <laughs> you don't like my comedy. You, literally the first time uh, we hung out, you were like, I saw your comedy once. I was like, oh, it's another one of those shock comics. <laughs> And I was like, God damn it, is that what I am? Am I a that shock comic? Not how I that sounds like how I would word it, but Oh my god. I don't no, think I, I intended it. No, well no, you because all I remembered yeah, I just remembered it was like you were just being edgy. And I was like, I don't remember there being a point aside from Excuse ah, me. women are dumb, am I right? When has that ever been my point? All my stuff, even if it's Tell it one of your jokes. Tell one of your jokes. Um one of my first jokes was... <laughs> no, not a first joke. One that you would have been doing when I saw you. Um, Can't cherry pick the shitty jokes. Why no. would I take my mom's relationship advice? If I did that, I'd end up sad, alone, divorced with an only child who wants to be a stand-up comedian. Jeez Louise. Your poor mother. <laughs> my poor mother. She listens to this podcast, sir. I hope not. <laughs> Um, so no, will you describe Dumpster Fire? Because it is one of the craziest and coolest shows, and it's I I, I want to promote it when it gets back going. But it's mm-hmm. like a crazy shit show. I uh, the one I did in New York was really fun. I was really? in New York that weekend. I know. I'm you so didn't mad. Come. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, it was honestly, it was just like the fact that like, oh, I got to produce a show in New York. Blah. Like I wasn't it's expecting amazing. to sell it out. Like I'm just proud of the fact that i like got down there and like i got booked on a show in new york yeah but it got canceled during quarantine so uh, it's like sucks to suck bitch. yeah I know. No, fucking, no dumpster fire is a lot of fun so basically it's more of like a game show than like a traditional like showcase or yeah. anything you kind of do look like drew carey 
and there goes the eating disorder. I am going to binge and purge until I at least get down to maybe. This is bullshit. Uh, we can go no. lifting and hiking. You are such a prick. But, uh... <laughs> Listen... If only you had some gains in that hairline, we could talk. But it's so bad. It's <laughs> yeah, so that's bad. right. I'm gonna become a hat comic. Oh yeah, probably. People who wear hats are dumb. <laughs> no. Um. What the fuck was I saying? Dumpster fire. Yeah. So basically, it's like a game show, and so I book comics on it, but they don't know the list. They don't know the order. I put their names into like a bucket, and I pull them up randomly. So they're already chaotic because they don't know when to be prepared mm-hmm. for. They also don't know how much time they're getting. I built a Plinko board and the ping pong ball decides how much time. There's slots at the bottom and it's like five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes, and then like a coveted like there's like one eight minute spot. But then there's also bump spots. And if you get bumped, that means you actually have to get the fuck off stage because you have to go back into the bucket and you're not going up and I pull a new name and it's just like it's a fucking mess. But it's very So people fun. are just on their toes. Yeah, and people started like chanting like bump now. So like whatever they're like bump so like people have to like lose their Are you their sure turn. it's not because someone's doing coke in the audience? It could be. I don't know. I did bump, have yeah I bump, had a few Boston comments. Do another on bump time, so they love it. But, uh, no, so then once they get their time or whatever, like, say they get, like, five minutes, uh, in order to, like, carry on, they have to do a dumpster dare, which is also, again, like, random shit I've written down, and I pull it out of a hat. Like, we had, like, those hot peppers there one time. People were, like, maybe have to, like, eat a pepper, or, like, I might make you wear a tutu, or, like, put a wig on and act like an anime character. Like, it's always, like... You just want me to get canceled. Yeah, well, I mean, I do lead people. I'm like, look, you can take this and be pure and wholesome, or you can never be on Saturday Night Live in your life. So, you... It's up to you to decide. There is a free will element. But, yeah, they just have to do something silly. One of them is literally, like, strip. And uh, Liam Marr was on the one in New York, and he got down to his undies and his socks, and he did his set pretty much naked. And I was just like, hell yeah. Like, he, Good for you. Yeah, he fucking... He full-assed it. Which is nice. Would you ever, I, I forgot to int- ask Al this question, but mm-hmm. he'll be on again. Mm-hmm. He did that naked show in Boston. Yep. Would you ever do that? Yeah, I, I was I was growing my pubes out for it because I was like, I don't, I was like, I need some semblance of covering. I'm not a hater. You need a punchline. I need a punchline? Yeah, you don't have them, so you had to grow out your pubes for a joke. So that doesn't make any sense. It you're does. just, you're just trying be to be incendiary. Not everybody can be roast comics. It's I okay. Almost, Take a lap. Take a lap. I but, almost uh, asked you what that word meant. You're an idiot. But <laughs> no, yeah, I did. I did grow my pubes and I did try writing a joke about it. Uh, I forget what the fuck it was oh, entirely. Oh, excuse me. I, I was right. Don't make me feel bad. Oh, I thought that's what you were referencing. I thought you were shitting on my pube joke. I was like, it was all right. I don't did you do the joke? Did you do the show? No. Oh. No, it, like... It was, like, very shortly before quarantine that I even, mm. like, started thinking about it. So we only got to, like, a quarter inch of pubes. So. Damn. Yeah. Have you still been growing, trying to get no, back after? I, no, I don't like pubes. I, I'm a fucking naked mole rat. Like, I just, I don't like hair, body hair. Speaking of, did you like Kim Possible growing up? It was all right. <laughs> did you like Kim Possible, Annie? I, I I like I mess up your I name. Often, I'm so I often dress like Kim Possible for some reason by accident, <laughs> but you know. You know, both have names that I feel bad if I mispronounce. It's true. Everybody thinks I'm Brianna. I'm not Brianna. I'm Brianna. 
Brianna. It's not a Brianna. <laughs> I don't know where people get confused between Annie and Annie. Like you're yeah, adding Annie's, extra letters. Yeah, like Annie I is mumble, two I mumble, and I stutter. But, I mess up okay, simple I'm, words. I'm gonna give you a, a buffed you up said exclusive Gav. earlier. Speaking of falling, so this is the way that I used to tell people in college how to remember my name, which is so dumb, but this is how I don't know they remembered it. Uh, ah, my knee. Ani, like you hit ah, your knee. knee. Ah, ah, my knee. Ani, you know that that That's usually cute. works. That's cute. I don't know. No, it's not. It's not. It's not cute. <laughs> it's silly. It's, it's silly. So silly. But it, that usually gets people. Over. I don't know. I like how you're like, how the hell could people mispronounce my name? Yeah. Honestly. And you're calling sip zip this entire time. <laughs> Those three-letter words, they'll get you. I, I, I became an adult the day that I learned that zip was actually sip. So th- that, that happened. Did you get the hard work tattoos before or after you started doing hard work? I got these while I was working my full-time job. So So you were working hard. I was working hard. And then I got fired. for Because having, of them? I'm fairly certain it's one of the contributing factors. My boss wasn't exactly... Uh, shy about his feelings of women with tattoos. So, so you said these Yep. To cover up the heroin marks. They were <laughs> never done a drug in my life, but yeah, no, my track marks. <laughs> um those were the first ones you got. Yep. And then how how long did it take to kind of get all of them? About a year. Cause I was getting tattoos right up until like quarantine. Like this was the newest one. I got it, I think like mid March or something. Do you out. have one guy? Because you yeah, seem to have it's a specific... one guy. Yep. He has an amazing art style. It's like yeah, cartoon. That's why I it's, go to him. Yeah. It's cartoony. It's and traditional. It's, mm. it's, but like neo traditional, I guess, because like he doesn't, it's like not like traditional shit. Like tra- uh, there's like a big long definition thing. But basically, I just say they're traditional tattoos because like bold lines, bold holds, it's what yeah. I do. But yeah, so I got these. And then from there, I got the ones on my back of my arms, mm-hmm. which is the like spider webs. Yeah, the spider webs, yeah. spider and fly. And then I think I got like the camera, and then I got the skull, and then I got this guy, and then that one, then that one, then the hand tattoo. Actually, no, I think the knuckles probably came sooner. I definitely had like hand tattoos before I even had most of like my arms done because I was like, knuckles are gonna suck, and they were a lot better than I thought. But is photography your main uh, output of art? Like, is that your favorite? Pretty, but it's not intentional. Like, my degree is in graphic design, and like for a while that where'd you was, go? online college fucking westwood i don't know i just every I went, everyone goes to online college yeah, now you fucking, don't have to feel bad exactly about it. everybody's online now but uh except no, for I phoenix went, online they made all their students move to phoenix during the quarantine well fuck phoenix but uh no i went to a uh, money tech which is like my high school but mm-hmm. i took graphic communications there which is where i like had photoshop and shit because like i already knew how to do a lot of computer shit before high school even because like i've always been into drawing we saw that video of you when you exactly, were four like, years uh, old exactly so I've always been into it. And then I went to high school, kind of refined that, finally got access to, like, Photoshop and all that shit. And I fucking, like, mastered that shit by the time I fucking... And then I went to college. And the only reason I went to college was because my fucking... I was in, like, a foster home. And, like, the foster home I was like, you gotta go to college, man, man. And they were just, like, just, like, pressuring me to go. And I was like, I know what I'm doing. Like, I'm gonna freelance. I mm-hmm. don't want to work for someone else. Like, my goal isn't to move up in a company. The goal is to be the company. But, like... I'm good enough. We gotta go to college. Blah. Yeah. So like, I went to fucking the. I applied to Fitchburg State. Their graphics program was full, and I was like, then, 
buy. Like, you know, yeah. the only reason I'd go here. And uh, so I just went to fucking shitty online college and just got the degree to shut everybody up. And then, uh, yep, that's a $40,000 fucking regret. I like, know. I... It's so dumb. I'm like, I could literally, and like, from then on, all the like professional, like working for other company jobs have, have been for fucking photography. Because I worked at like a photography studio and then I did the fucking, what I did before this. And it's like... Ah, I didn't even go to school for photography. Yeah, I um, I was able to, my senior year through my theater um degree get um, to be well, able at least to I didn't do get a theater degree. Jesus Christ! Uh, be able to do stand up through it, but in the we only had eight or nine theater majors that year, and um, Shakespeare having a slow year. <laughs> so we had to all be in each other's pieces, and mine was stand up. So I had to do interpretive dance and I'm stuff. I'm sure it was a piece. For, so like I had to do interpretive dance and then do stand up to the same audience like 15 minutes later. <laughs> and that was my do first interpretive show. dance right now. <laughs> it was so. It was like this is great podcasting. This is this is aggressive. I am feel. I, am like, I gonna get canceled? I hope so, because that was terrible. The that second was... I took my headphones off, I was like, "Oh shit, this is real." Yeah, you just fucked up. But uh, I bucked up. Excuse bu- me. Oh my god, I think you should everybody rewrite Shakespeare and put on a play called Samlet. You need to leave. I'm <laughs> sorry. I I was going to ask you a few more questions, but after that, you gotta. You That's gotta my plan. Go. I'm just trying to leave. I'm trying to get myself canceled so You're I can t- hobble down these 19 flights of stairs. Yeah, it's gonna take as long. You can listen to the podcast on your way down the stairs. <laughs> That's how long it would take yeah, exactly. me to get down there. The length of one podcast. Were you always funny? Um, growing up, or were you just? Yeah, you were have you just a sad boy? You have to be when you're fat. Like. It, my parents are like, yeah, you're fat. Like, you're not you going to be a ballerina. Be like, they would just roast the fuck out of me yeah. constantly, so I got good at roasting I should have talked to you about your personality, not just being funny. Jeez uh, Louise. No, they were fucking... No, like, the way I was, like, raised and, like, the environments I was in, like, I've always been, like, on it or whatever. And, like, my whole life, everybody at, like, school or, like, the few friends I did fucking have, they were like, you're so funny, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And then, I don't know, I was like, you know what, fine. I guess I'll, like, start. Like, I'm skinny now, and I'm hot, so I'm gonna try stand-up. Because, I don't know, I had, like, a period of time where, I don't know, it just wasn't, the timing wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always wanted to do stand-up, but it just didn't, like, feel right. And then, I don't know when the switch, or, like, what, really, but I was like, I don't know, it just happened. Yeah. And I was, and here I am. <laughs> I always thought I wanted to, like, be slobby and have no one, like, think i looked good on stage and then i realized oh like right before that's what quarantine, i devolved I realized... into i used to do my makeup before every open mic i was so cute i was like perfect i got like little pigtails beautiful great and then eventually i'm like y'all are lucky if i look like i have a home to go to I've like seen i don't... you in sweatpants at an open mic oh yeah i don't give a fuck because i'm like it's an open mic what are you gonna do fucking cancel me like shut up like i dress up for shows and shit and i put yeah. on real clothes for shows but like open mics i'm like well because i also do multiple ones a night if i can so mm-hmm. it's like i want to be like comfortable like yeah. especially like during like winter and stuff so i just throw on like fucking sweatpants because i'm like i'm gonna be schlepping to fucking eight different fucking shitty bars so like who cares i know I don't know why, but though I like to wear a collared shirt when I'm on stage. I realize I don't mm. want to like wear a suit, but like having a suit collared comics shirt. Freak me out. I'm like, settle down, would you? No, jeez Louise. <laughs> or yeah, no. There's there's it's like a too much. Almost. It's like, like I don't. Right, right. I don't. 
I have a couple rules for myself on dressing up on stage. It might be dumb, but I don't want to yeah. wear shorts. I don't want to wear oh, yeah, sweatpants. Oh, yeah, that seems to be like a... Yeah, I've seen people wear shorts. I'm If I do any comedy in the next couple of weeks, I will definitely be wearing shorts because I physically have to. <laughs> oh, you growing your pubes out again for the no, joke? No, you fucking dick. My ass got sanded oh. off by the pavement. I thought you were trying to get that punchline to work this again. This is ableist. Oh. <laughs> this is ableist. I don't appreciate this. Assassination Excuse. of character. Excuse uh, me. So you don't like? I just totally lost. This is a great podcast moment when you lose your train of thought. I can't believe it. Now you bugged no, but up. now, now bugged I bugged up. up. No, but you were talking about how you were uh, you were a chubby kid, so that made you mm-hmm. funny, and then that kind of just went into comedy. But were you writing at any point? Like growing no. up, did you write comedy? I was not a writer. I, I mean, I mean, like. I guess, like, I would write, like, funny statuses and, like, shit like yeah. that. Like, I would try to, like, be funny. Like, in all my essays and shit, like, I would never, like... My teachers are probably so dumb with my fucking shit. Because I could never just talk about a topic. I had to make jokes about it. Like, oh. I had to be annoying and try to, like, get them to laugh. And they were like, you get a C plus at best because you are such a fucking dickhead. So, like... It's nice when you get out of the school system, though, and then you're like, at least with me, I graduated, and then right after I graduated, I was like, oh, I need to take comedy seriously, and I started doing mics multiple times a week, and then that kind of mm-hmm. grew, and um, it was kind of nice not to have, like, you kind of need comedy to be the thing, to do mm-hmm. it, at least for me, like, when do I was in, like when I was working, I would work a full day. Then I would drive from the Cape to Boston to do stand up, yeah. and then I would drive back, get back at one a.m., then wake up the next day to work a full day, mm-hmm. drive to Boston. It's definitely gonna be something you want to do. It yeah. you can't be one of those like casual like I'm just doing comedies because my friends laugh at my no. dumb shit in conversation. I like... hate when people complain about not wanting to travel to mics because you're you're a, like an out of town. I've gone to like from... Maine for a fucking mic. Exa- so. That's what I mean. It's like, or when people are like, oh my God, you drove an hour and a half to this mic? It's like, yeah, like isn't that's what you're supposed to like, do. Yeah, like, it's like, it, like, yeah, I guess if you don't travel and you just want to like stay in your little sphere that's like safe, it's like, well, unless you're fucking writing gold every fucking day, like... The people are going to hear the shit that you've had to say. You've got to try it out different places. Because, like, what hits in, like... Because I've done comedy in seven different states. Like, I, like, looked it out. And it's just, like, jokes that have hit really hard here didn't hit here. But jokes that did hit there don't hit there. It's, like, you got to expand... Yeah, know your yeah. audience. But also, like, expand your horizons. Because, like, I don't know. You just got to fucking do it a bit, bunch of different times and see if it actually genuinely works. Because if a joke hits at pretty much every place that you go to, then it's like, all right, cool, that's probably a good joke. Well, like, that's actually the great thing about Boston comedy is there's so many different styles at club. Like, you can get a set at the studio, which is not clean, but you can't be, like, as edgy. And then you can go to, edgy, like... I They still I've put been, me on a Wednesday show. Yeah, I got, I was, I'm pretty edgy, as you say. As, as, <laughs> as you say, I'm pretty edgy, and I was put on a Wednesday show, but it was... That's why, because we're edgy. So exactly. They, I was also put on a Sunday, so excuse me. Oh, you're excused. Um, but, no, it's, like, there's that, and then there's, like, Tavern at the End of the World, which is I've just, like, oh, one. really? It's so mm-hmm. much fun, but it's a shit show. It's so loud, and you mm-hmm. have to win the audience over. And I like being able to test all the different audiences. That's why I liked though. Gutter Mike, because it's, oh, like, if yeah. you, like, got anyone to, like, pay attention, it was like, ah. It was just a fun hang. Gutter Mike gets scary sometimes, and I know I shouldn't be scared of it, because that's the best. But the first time I ever did Gutter Mike, I was with Al Christakis. Shout out to Al. Big show, Sal. 
Don't call him big. That's not nice. I said big shouts, you illiterate fuck. <laughs> I meant to say deaf. I fucked up. I bucked up. You bucked up. No, but I, I was with Al, and I was doing a jokes on stage, and a guy turns to Al, and he kind of yells. He goes, I don't like this Jew-haired motherfucker on stage. Whoa. And Al didn't know what to say. He was like, me neither. And, like, <laughs> ran away. It's just like, like <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's such an Al thing to do. But it. that is gutter Mike. It's like you have to be ready to eat shit. You're definitely going to have, like, thick skin. I've seen people do, yeah... Drugs in the bathroom <laughs> and not fun ones, and then come out during the middle of the set. Jeez Louise! I did a show in Fall River uh, uh, that a guy in the middle went, "I'm gonna go smoke crack," I and mean, then he went and did it, and then he came back. Hey, crackheads like That's to enjoy Fall comedy River. too. My parents yet again. Like we love. <laughs> That's how comedy. you got you. Yeah. If you want to get into comedy, just start doing crack. Jesus, this is the worst self-help. I feel like that's, not, that's not, not, the, not the thing. Yeah. No, is that's that... Not, I thought that... What's the rule, Sam? Positive. What's rule I'm trying one? to get people into comedy. What's, what's rule number one? What's not positive no about snitches. people? Yeah, no snitching. Look at you. I'm not you telling... Just, uh, you were just snitching on all them fucking bathroom crackheads. Unbelievable. <laughs> I broke my own rule. Sam's been... You bucked up. You bucked on the up. third episode, I'm actually giving the podcast to you. It's Perfect. now yours. <laughs> I will gladly take over this podcast. It's going to be you. your ninth podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I don't I, I don't have any podcasts. I do not have a podcast. Well, you just do podcasts. I just, I have a segment on one now. It'll be my third episode next week. But yeah, other than that, I do not have a podcast of my own. So I, I wasn't funny growing up, but I thought I was <laughs> funny <know>. growing up. <laughs> And that's kind of how it is. This is now. like the battle cry of most white male comics. <laughs> I'm not funny, but like. Oh yeah, I'm so happy that you did this podcast because you're like, there shouldn't be another white dude talking about himself. Podcast. I know. I definitely told you this before. I've given my opinion. And on then white I'm male like, podcasts. hey, will you come on mine? I will. I'll go on them. I'm allowed to think what I think. What are you, the thought police? You leave me alone. Thought police. No, because you're they not, you're actually like interviewing people. You're not, it's not just like you alone in your closet being like, here's what I think about the gays. Like, yeah. it's like, no, like, there's some nuance, Sam. I, don't that make, was a don't good make joke. me sound like an asshole. I like that the guy was in the closet getting angry about the gays, because that is actually true. If you're any bit of homophobia is just internalized, not liking any gay thoughts that that's you had in I've yourself. That's what I've heard. That's what you've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, I don't have, you're like, I don't know, but that's just, I don't know, that's definitely, it seems, it feels correct. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but I, don't, but I heard I'm, one on that. It feels right, you know. What is Meat Slap even about? Meat Slap is, it's just a ham clancy and Brian barbecue. It's them like shooting the shit, talking about like whatever. Sometimes they'll do like riff bowls. It's just like them kind of like yeah. talking about whatever and it's very funny. Uh, I enjoy it anyway. And then uh, there's like a little segment at the end, Right Placed, Wrong Pumpkins, where Eric Pumpkins has a meltdown about anything. And it's never anything that's worth melting down about. But oh, that's the joke. My autistic ass didn't get it at first. But I was like, what? Because I take everything like literally. Like sarcasm is like low-key, like hard. Like it's like a conscious like... Mm-hmm thing for me but uh i have a segment now called pegging pumpkins where i pretty much take everything eric just said and i explain why it's dumb well, <laughs> like, it's very my energy <laughs> so like because me and eric are essentially the same person but like also it's i don't know where do they cute. record that out of uh they're they're from connecticut oh okay. yeah they're all ct peeps have you ever fun. done ct comedy 
I did like Pistol Pete's once, and then I've done like their Zoom show a couple mm-hmm. times. So like mostly online. And, like so, I haven't like no, I'm not like a CT transplant comic by any stretch. Yeah. But uh, when it comes back, I obviously. Hmm. I'll be down to go there. It's only an hour and a half away, so that's not that bad. Yeah, I bad. drive that to Boston. So yeah, exactly. Do you? Um, this is my final que- final question. Da dun da dun 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 da dun dun. We are done done over an hour. Oh shit! I know this We've is. We've been chatting. There's gonna be a lot of fucking editing. I know. <laughs> we're gonna edit everything out. Yeah, just, we're just gonna edit you out. It's just gonna be me talking. Yeah, just clip nothing on this podcast. Yeah, no, we don't edit anything on this. Um, except when you said the n-word we did have to oh my fucking god (laughs) um no but you when i hope when everything comes back people go out to see your shows you put on so many shows and you are a great funny funny comedian yay uh with the n-e at the end funny comedian oh (laughs) comedian Whatever. No, I fucking I hate that. I hate that. that. That's I the stupidest that. thing ever. Do not bring Don't me ever, up as a yeah. woman in comedy. No. Do not bring me mm-hmm. up as a comedian or ooh, she's a lady. It's like no, I'm a fucking comic. Yeah. Like any of these other dickheads, because I'm gonna talk about dicks probably just as much. No, but like I don't it, like it's that. It's the stupidest thing. I found it sets people up. It, it like yeah, yeah, it gives people like a preconceived notion a little bit because like when you think like woman comics automatically people always think like a shrill probably like a lesbian or like a mom or something just being like oh my period yeah like oh my period or oh tinder blah like all this stupid shit and it's like do i talk about that stuff yeah i might fucking like talk about it like sometimes but it's not like but you're your own person yeah exactly it doesn't like define me like Mm -hmm. there's just as much diversity between women comics than male comics like it's such a stupid fucking way to put it that's the weird. So I, as I said earlier in the podcast, I listen to a lot of rap music, and rap and comedy is the only place where people are like openly sexist about it because they'll be like, "I uh, don't." Not like, the only place. Not but the I appreciate only place. Your white male but, kind of waking up to. No, a but bit. it's with that. It's like people are like, "I do not like female comedy," or like, "I do not like female rappers." Yeah, and, and it's, it's like, like how you're lumping it's still in. rap music and it's still comedy. You just yeah. like. It's just such a dumb. It's, it's a dumb. So dumb stupid. Thing. It's yeah. I've literally I had a man come up to me after and he was just like, he's like I purposely wasn't laughing at your set because like and he tried being like oh because like I was like at my I'm here for my friend anyway but and I was like yeah whatever and he was just like but you got me you like and I was like what do you want an apology sorry that I made you laugh fucko yeah like also give do me you five want dollars well, he really wants you to thank him it's like yeah I was like all right cool I'm doing my job like, yeah, yeah like, I was like, like uh, uh, yeah like. I came here with the intention of making people laugh, and you uh, laughed. You didn't uh, want to cool. laugh, and you did? Oh, great. Not like, just like he didn't want to. He like purposely was like, I was trying not to. And I was like, is this supposed to like impress this me? This isn't a like, sixth grade YouTube video yeah, where it's like, like, try not to laugh at this. Yeah, like, who are you impressing? Like, uh, okay. So it was just so fucking weird. But like, I've definitely gotten that weird backhanded compliment of like, well, you're really funny for a girl. And it's like, no, I'm really funny because I'm really fucking funny. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. it has nothing to do with my clam. <laughs> like, yeah, ah, so... leave my clam jam out of this. <laughs> that wasn't even the point that I, the question I was going to ask, but I think that's a really important thing to say and a really yeah. important thing that people need to get over. People can they just need to get the fuck over. Yeah, it. it's, like, so, it's stupid. so annoying. Although, have you ever gotten that, Ani? What? People like being like, oh, like, I didn't think you were going to be funny. Like, 
I just hate when people. Uh, yeah, I mean, I nobody know. really calls me funny. <laughs> I mean, like, I sometimes. We'll edit that out. <laughs> sometimes I never claim to be funny. If someone pays me the compliment of saying that I'm funny, they like my joke. Like, I've I've got compliments like that before. That mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, considering the person, we're genuine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if someone's just gonna come up to me after an open mic or some shit and just say good set just to say good set or just because i'm uh i have a vagina fuck you yeah like, i don't, don't do like that. yeah I don't coddle me and don't yeah. laugh at my jokes if they're not funny that's yeah. not how i get better but that being said also they're also like it's such a double-edged sword and like men will fucking literally do anything to discredit any bitchings from me but like that's why i'm editing you completely out of yeah, this podcast, out of this podcast. <laughs> but uh no because then they'll be like oh well why do you support like women's spots at open mics and stuff and it's like because there's 30 men here and two fucking women. Like, God forbid. Like, it's yeah. like they try to act like it's like a woman privilege. And it's like, no, it's because there's a history of women being like, people always want to act like they're fucking comedy experts because they listen to fucking like what? Like three episodes of Joe Rogan podcast. Like, no, like if you actually look at like the history of comedy, like women were like discouraged from it, pushed out from it. And it, like, it's like a social fucking problem that you need small fixes. And like, yeah. if having a spot, every fucking like five people on the list, like that's not a fucking privilege. That's literally just a very small fucking effort in the culture of like well, yeah. comedy is men only. I was booking a show and I wanted to get um, some female comics on it. And I had multiple people be like, you shouldn't get female comics on it, bro. Get the best comics on yeah, it. Yeah, and like, that's the thing. But that is a thing, though. It's like, don't... I always say that. I'm like, don't ever book me just because I'm a woman. No. Book me because you think I'm funny. But, and you are. And that's... Yeah. But uh, but then do people use the... Well, they're funny. There's just no funny women. That is bullshit, too. It's well, like, that you goes back to the, exactly. like... Exactly. So it's, like, it's, it's either funny or it's not. Yeah, yeah. It, exactly. It goes back... And always refer to this one Whitney Cummings bit where she talks about how, like, does anyone have those friends who are feminists or think they're feminists? but they're actually just assholes yeah so the same thing applies with dudes you yeah know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, i don't know I, no I, or the dudes who talk saying. about sex on stage just to get laid in the audience yeah. like Ew, that's weird that's like yeah no i don't gross. That, like that's definitely gross i don't know i don't see the correlation but i definitely no. i don't <laughs> yeah like i yeah. think uh someone just please fuck sam already but uh no <laughs> i just it i don't go well like, last time yeah, I just, I don't like that because it's like, they're like, oh, well, you're saying one thing, but like also saying the other. And it's like, no, I'm saying we should encourage women in comedy without patronizing them or like coddling them. It's like, don't throw it in our face by being like, oh, well, here's a woman in comedy. It's like, yeah. no, I just want you to like make fucking room for me so that I don't have to listen to like 10 of the same fucking bits in a row. Like. Yeah. There's only so much perspective you can get from fucking straight cis white men. Like, Excuse me, I have horrible perspective, <laughs> <laughs> and I want people to listen. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I still haven't uh, even gotten to my goddamn final question. All right, get to your. I'm final losing question. control of my own podcast. I've cooed it. I've staged a coup. Mm-hmm. Spell coup, Sam. <laughs> C O U P. Moving on. All right, ask your question. All right. <laughs> No, so you you are very natural on stage. This is this is a comedy question. Sweet. But you have jokes. Do you like when you write, do you write your jokes or do you write on stage and just they kind of come to you? A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll be like in the moment I'll be like, "Oh, this is way better than what I wrote down." Uh 
if if I'm on a show, it's I've written it down. Like this is what I'm saying. Like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like if I'm at like an open mic and I'm trying something new, I usually read from like notes the first couple of times I do it because just for my own memorization. Yeah. And then I'll kind of like edit from there with like live writing. That's why I record all my sets and mm-hmm. I'll just like write it and then I'll rewrite it and just kind of like it's like a whole fucking long process and like it's annoying to me because I I very like. I need to get it right the first time, but obviously that's not how anything works. Do you freehand write or do you type? I freehand write. I can't, like, I type shit on my phone so I don't forget if I think of something while I'm driving or Mm -hmm. something. I'll, like, type it quick, but, like, I have to, like, convert it from the phone to a notebook or else it's gone forever. I do like typing because I can do it faster because my mind will be like, oh, here's another thing. And I'll just have to I go too quick. Slowing, like, if I write it, it slows me down and I really, like, think about mm-hmm. it so that's why i'm one of those people where like i have to physically write it to really commit it yeah. to memory because like if i'm just like because i type really fast so mm-hmm. it's like it's just out of my fucking head and i try to get like every joke written though like i try mm-hmm. to write it out yeah you can tell ugh, people should go up there unprepared but you can tell when someone I goes up there. I started going up unprepared a lot more at the end. I used to go up like with like not like a script, but like yeah. here's what I'm doing. But then, but when people yeah. go up with nothing, it's like th- that five They're minutes or three time. minutes. At th- I saw some guy at the studio, and I, I don't even know his name, and I haven't seen him again. But he did three minutes, and it literally felt like forty five. Like it was the most painful. Well, yeah, because some people can go off the cuff, and some can't. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a skill that not everybody naturally possesses and that's fine that's fine but like know that about yourself i think and don't most just people, waste my time for three yeah. minutes like i do think most people can write though they're just lazy to do it that's something when i force myself to write honey you read um the war of art i started reading it yeah so uh, one of his things that he talks about is the muse you know the mm-hmm. muse coming and he's like the muse will always come if you just sit at the sit in front of your book and just keep writing even if it's shit after 30 minutes it will come but i realize when i quit is when i sit down and i'm like i can't think of anything yeah. god damn it oh, yeah. and then i'll stop and i'll be like oh wait if i had just put 20 more minutes into I can't think of anything then something will the muse yeah, will just come just gotta take a lap like that's why I yeah. like hiking and shit like a lot of shit came to me while I was like hiking and I would mm-hmm. jot it down and fucking work on it from there but yeah yeah it's uh, it's like one of those things where it's like you have to almost like not think about it mm-hmm. like cause yeah I don't I just don't think about it it just yeah. happens when it happens I'm lucky enough that like I have a like environment where like I have the process of like oh well I'll go write this write down like right now mm-hmm. but like if you have like a job and shit obviously you can't always do that yeah. so like I'm lucky in that respect where I can like just drop what I'm doing and go like write something down and be like ah sick but like yeah I can't like sit there and be like I'm gonna write a joke because then mm-hmm. I will never write a joke I it will never do everything comes, yeah. but write a joke yeah it's like kind of like when I I used to do improv because I was cool in high school. And um, it's like when you try to be funny, you're not going to be funny. And it's it's a rule exactly. in improv, but it's true in stand-up, too. Like, when you're trying to be like, I'm going to be funny right now, it but never, ever Any comes. show or, like, my great thing where I was like, all right, I'm going to fucking bleh. I, like, kind of, like, eight dicks a little bit. But then I'm like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to go. I do well. So it's like, so I'm like, all right, duly noted, I'm never going to give a fuck. Yeah. Like, well, it's like you can't go into conversations <laughs> expecting an outcome or mm-hmm. that outcome won't come. So you can't go on stage because well, that's like because you get disappointed. Like a, You're like, oh, yeah. this is just going to hit and then you don't get the laugh. You get fucked up with that disappointment of like, I didn't get the reaction I thought. Exactly. And it's the same thing. So on... I just, I have no expectations. I go up, I do my thing. If it hits, cool. If it mm-hmm. doesn't, I'll try to figure out what the fuck I did wrong. And but... you have to intro different crowds different ways. Like you yeah. can't. 
Can't just raw dog every crowd. <laughs> Some of them you got to spit on them a little bit. That is a great positive way to end this. Thank positive. you so much. Do you want to talk Thank about, you. do you want to plug anything? Uh, just, I Other mean, than... my biggest hub is Instagram, at Not A Damn Cheese. I see it up there on the screen. Uh, yeah, you can find all my, like, little Zoom things. Amazing artist. If anyone the, needs art on anything, she does. She fucked yeah. up. All of that. Yeah, Not A Damn Cheese. I'm on Twitter, Not A Damn Cheese. Instagram, Welcome. Not A Damn Cheese. Welcome. You're listening to Fucked Up with Thank Sam Buck. Not A Cheese. Not a che- <laughs> I know, that screwed me up. I'm gonna steal not a damn cheese on it's, Venmo. It's too long. They wouldn't let me uh, do it. I, I didn't, wanted people I didn't to miss, wrong. Yeah. miss Venmo you, and then I get the money. Ah, uh, you son of a bitch. All right, thank you very much. Thank you, Sam. Bye.